Hello, and welcome to the Soul Expansion Experience. I am your host, Jessica Galante. I am an Oracle of Gaia, an Arcturian starseed, a multidimensional healer, and visionary guide, living an awakened life guided by spirit. I resonate with the frequencies of gratitude, appreciation, kindness, love, peace, and joy. I have been on a journey of healing and awakening, remembering who I am through this self-discovery, having received such a deep, deep expansion through connection with my soul and spirit. It is my honor and privilege to be here with you all as we journey together through the episodes, learning and expanding, contracting and stretching beyond our imaginations as our souls guide us into where we are meant to travel. Over the course of the season, there will be interviews with leading experts in the field, personal insights and wisdom from my journey of soul expansion, guided journeys to enhance personal exploration, and applicable tips for integration. It is my true mission to awaken within you a sense of coming together in unity and harmony, recognizing that we are all brothers and sisters connected in the cosmic web of life, and that through our journey, we may embark on a path of becoming self-born in a world where our dreams become our reality, where we are equipped with the awareness to shed ancestral patterns and beliefs that we no longer need to carry, and that we are able to live a life we love while feeling passionate and fulfilling our soul mission on earth. To find out more about my work with Soul Journey Healer, please visit my website, www.souljourneyhealer.com or I invite you to connect with me on social media on Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube at Soul Journey Healer. I look forward to walking the journey of soul expansion with you. Blessings and love from my heart to yours. Let the journey begin. Hello and welcome to the Soul Expansion Experience. I am here today to speak with you about feeling the process of honoring yourself and your opportunity to feel. This is episode eight of the podcast and part six of a series on deepening into 2023. And I find that feeling is something that many of you may not really understand because it's something that we are not born receiving and we are not born inheriting an exact blueprint on how to feel and interpret our feelings. So just to begin, I'll start by saying that feelings are energy. Your body is energy. You are energy. And so when you have a feeling that comes up inside your body, it is energy and the energy has an expression, has a voice, a shape, 
a story. The energy wishes to share something with you and allowing space and time to tune in to your feelings, to tune in to the energy, to understand why it's coming forward and what it has to say is something that is a beautiful opportunity that you learn along the way. We often take our feelings for granted. We often choose to not feel. And we often create streams of life in order to bury our feelings and keep them locked tightly in boxes. We often create new perceptions to our realities to run away from what we need to feel. And most do this subconsciously. This is a natural process because as I mentioned, you do not have the blueprint to read and understand the energy. This is not your fault. This is no one's fault. You are born into a conditioning and it is up to you to begin to learn how to honor your body by feeling the energy that is coming up to observe. And one of the aspects of this episode to begin to really understand, and really it's not about this episode, it's about your journey. What you really need to start understanding is when you were born, you were observing your feelings And it is a profound energetic gift that you have the ability to learn to read energy and translate energy into words. When you are born, you have such a beautiful resonance. And as you move about your life, you inherit your familial and ancestral systems. And often they are heavy and they are full of unresolved feelings and trauma. And they begin to take away from the resonance that you have within your body. This is a natural progress of life, but it is something that is now beginning to shift because the more beautiful beings that are here on earth that have the resonance that remember to awaken, it's going to shift consciousness. By walking on this journey of healing and awakening, you are choosing to change the pattern of flow within your family systems. You are choosing to create space and time for your feelings. You are choosing to show up for yourself and say no thank you because it's not your energy to process. What you need to understand is there is no wrong or right way to feel. There is only your way. And sometimes it is really messy, especially when you're just beginning to understand that the energy you've been running away from has been the feelings that you have not really understood how to face in the first place. You have this fear around feeling because you don't understand what the energy is. You're not taught to be curious. You're not taught to step forward and ask the feeling a question. You're not taught to communicate with the energy and begin to find a way to work together to shift and heal. This is your work. This is what you do. This is what you are doing along your healing and awakening journey. Feeling is part of receiving. 
And when you learn how to feel, you are able to understand and feel the love you receive within your body. When you feel, you have the opportunity to know yourself and read the story within the energy that has been tangled up for so long. Feelings are stories that are waiting to see the light. Feelings are energy that are doorways of opportunity to begin to open the storybook that is your life, to begin to read and understand and learn more about yourself. It is possible to shift your perspective and feelings towards your physical body through thoughts, words, and actions, just as it is possible to shift your perspective on your entire life by facing the energy and learning what that means for you. Sometimes you might get burned along the way or blown over or pushed aside, and that is normal. It is normal to really take time to understand what it means to ground and really understand what it means to be still, what it means to understand the energy that you're feeling and tuning into your body where it is coming from and what it is showing you. Feeling is more about reading your energy deepening into a conscious way of living and it is that act of being able to honor your body in a way that you truly honor the energy and the feeling that is coming forward for you and looking at it as a learning opportunity or a curiosity or becoming intentional with your receiving and your understanding when you take the perspective of curiosity with feelings, there is an exploration. There's a quest. You're going on a journey. You get to learn. When you take the learning portion of the feeling, you begin to find another aspect of yourself that has been locked away in trauma, that has been frozen in time. And when you begin to receive feeling with intentionality. You are intentionally channeling your energy into a journey that is all about learning how to unlock a version of yourself. And this version of yourself is waiting to share a story with you. It just is now the right time. Feelings come forward at the right time when you are ready to receive them, you always can choose when and if you want to receive them, but they will always circle back around in your life add another spiral, perhaps another month later, another year later, another aspect of many years later. Life is cyclical, it's spiral. So when a feeling comes forward and you choose to run away, know that that's okay because you're not able to receive everything at the same time. Sometimes it takes layers. However, if you choose to show up and face that feeling and turn it into a beautiful opportunity and experience for yourself, 
realize that it's more about the journey of untangling the feeling than it is about getting to the other side. But getting to the other side is another spiral higher along your life. And so feelings are stepping stones in your ascension process. Feelings are stepping stones along the way to your ascent to the top of the mountain. They are building blocks to help you move out of pits of darkness. They are beautiful beings of light energy that come forward to help loosen up the energy within your body, to help open up and create more space for light within your life. When you face your fears, when you face your feelings, when you face your energy, you're able to begin to loosen the frozen density that you have been living within. And you begin to receive more light within your body, which is more nourishment for your soul, which gives your roots beautiful resonance to help grow your life into existence. Everything is connected and feelings are such a beautiful process of honoring yourself and your opportunity to feel. Now there are some beliefs and patterns around feeling. There are five common beliefs around feeling. The first belief, and I will say that these beliefs are incorrect beliefs. They are imposed beliefs upon your system. They are no longer productive in your life. However, as I share them, and there's five of them, it is truly up to you to understand what they mean for you in your life and resonate in a way that works for you because everything is information for your body. And so the misconceptions and the false beliefs that are running around feelings are first defense against intimacy. So intimacy can mean so many things in your life. You can be intimate with a partner, intimate with yourself, intimate with your life, with the earth, with the stars, with the moon, intimate with any sentient energetic connection. You can create an intimate connection. Now, when you are intimate, intimately connected with somebody, when you're deeply open and your energy is running, you are vulnerable and feelings create a vulnerability and you may have been operating of a belief that when you are vulnerable, you are weak and weakness is wrong. So if you feel you are weak, this is not something that is productive in your life anymore. When you feel, when you're open and intimately connected to your partner, to a tree, to a flower, to the sun, to the earth, you have a connection that is nourishing to your soul. It is water for the desert and 
these feelings that come forward for you provide that nourishment once you do the work. So it's learning how to take down the defenses that are automatically imposed on you when you're born and learning what it means to understand your feelings and find what it means for you to feel safe in the intimacy, to feel safe in opening up in a beautiful way, to be that flower that is you in the open and feel safe being that flower. Feelings are doorways. They allow you to figure out where in your body, in your energetic field, in your life, where you need more room for nourishment. And it is that nourishment that is the beautiful essence of the feeling once the feeling has been transformed. The second false belief about feelings is letting go of control. So when feelings come into your life, there is a little bit of chaos that comes forward. Your life becomes a little unstable. You don't know how to feel because these feelings are coming up in your body and you're so used to putting walls up in your life that you're afraid somebody might see you actually feeling. This is a real phenomenon. And it is something that is truly given to you upon your birth. It is a non-productive belief system. It may have served your ancestors a hundred years ago when they were escaping from China or Russia or another country, Germany, to come over to America. They were unable to feel because they needed to survive. They could not handle their feelings because they needed to survive and grow in a new country. You are living 100 or so thousands of years later. You are living thousands of years later in a time where it is safe to feel. And it is learning that it is absolutely okay to feel because you learn so much about yourself through your feelings. But it is also learning what is yours to feel and what is not yours to feel. It is a big weight of rocks that you inherit upon your birth and it, it takes a process of sifting rocks from dirt to decide what are you going to feel and what are you going to leave behind because you don't need to feel everything. You only need to feel what you choose to feel, what resonates for you, what is going to be the most meaningful for you. So reframing the letting go of control when you feel you truly do let go of control because you are surrendering to the energy, to source, to the oneness, to the lesson that is coming forward. You are surrendering your life because on the other side of this feeling is a new version of yourself. So you are letting go of control, but it is a beautiful process. And it's this process that is so new on this earth that is not trendy you know it's not something that is all over the place but it should be and it will be and it is because being vulnerable and letting go of control our skills our gifts our beautiful presences to have within your life 
So it's okay to let this one go, and it's okay to be messy, right? The third is fear of strings attached. So when you are born, you inherit a belief that if you have a feeling or if you express a vulnerability, there's a string attached because you have learned an incorrect attachment with your familial system, with your ancestors. There is a clinging that happens when you have a feeling because in the clinging, you expand. But if you don't really know where you're going and you expand too much, it becomes scary. And so when you are scared, you cling to the familiar and that might leave some strings attached. So it's really learning that you are strong enough to face what is coming forward because the feeling is coming forward for you because you are ready to decipher it and understand what it means. And everything that it means is helping you evolve and shapeshift and grow into a new version of yourself that is stronger and bolder and wiser. And so the fear of the strings attached comes forward when there's a hesitancy to face the feeling, because if you face the feeling, what's going on the, what's on the other side, right? Are you attached to this feeling? Are you obligated to hold on to this feeling? Can you truly transform this feeling? As children, you are feeling all of your parents' weight, all of their unprocessed trauma. You feel all of it and you absorb so much of it. You are beautiful empaths, but this leaves you with a little hesitancy when it comes time to face your own feelings because you've had this incorrect perception when you were a child. But it, there comes a time in your life where you need to grow beyond this child and you need to become an adult and be able to show up for yourself. And that takes courage and work. And often you have no idea what you're doing. But all you know is you're going to walk forward and you're going to face this feeling. And that is truly what is the most incredible part about growing up. And so this is a false belief. You do not have to have a fear of strings attached. When you face a feeling because you're honoring your body, you're growing, you're giving yourself the gift of growth, of nourishment. And so it's learning how to continue opening up to this fear that really will help you embark on your pathway armed with new insights and wisdom. Moving into the fourth false belief or unproductive pattern around feeling. You believe it is selfish to receive. This is important. Many of you do not know how to receive. You do not know how to open and receive properly with the heart or into your systems. 
And this is okay because you were not taught how to receive. You were taught how to inherit other people's problems. You were taught how to absorb other people's traumas. You were taught how to take away other people's pain and give away your power. You were never taught how to receive for yourself in a way that is nourishing for your body, in a way that is nutritional for your blood or for your life or for your energy. The best part is, is you get to learn this through facing your feelings. And so you believe it is selfish to receive because if you receive for yourself, you're actually not absorbing anybody else's feelings. Think about that for a moment. If you receive something beautiful in your life and you automatically feel guilty for it, you feel selfish. It's because you have never experienced what true receiving means. And that's absolutely okay. This is something you discover on your journey that it is a beautiful gift to receive something from a friend, from your life, from the earth. It is beautiful to receive because it not only honors yourself, it honors the being, the person that is giving something to you. There is a beautiful honoring and a reciprocity that happens when you give and receive that is not modeled in society, that you grow up and you don't understand because your parents didn't understand, because their grandparents didn't understand. It's an ancestral pattern that is no longer productive. It is nourishing to receive. It is beautiful to gift your body the act of receiving because it helps nourish your mind, body, and soul helps you flourish in your life, brings forward the creativity in your life, brings forward curiosity, invokes intentionality and mindfulness because you nourish your body by receiving. So letting go of that selfishness, it's not selfish to receive. In fact, it's important to receive. And I would advocate that it is important to receive and take care of yourself above all else. Because you're not your best self if you're not receiving the nourishment you need for your body. It is necessary to move forward in a life where you feel open to receiving because it is nourishing. And feelings come forward to begin to open the pain. The feeling comes forward to help you remember what it means to receive. And that is a beautiful shift right there. The fifth false belief and pattern around feeling is a self-imposed pressure to reciprocate. This is something that we do struggle with in society. When you receive something, you feel guilty. So then you immediately give something back because you feel like you might owe somebody something, strings attached. You feel as if you're not sharing. And if you receive something, you don't know what to do with that feeling of receiving. That's really what it comes down to. 
when you receive something, there is a self-imposed pressure to reciprocate because you automatically need to get rid of that energy within your body and gift it back to that person. So you're giving back their act of receiving. This is a learned behavior from childhood. You are born into a system where you are conditioned to give your power over to make others feel better around you. When you have power inside your body, when you have light inside your body, when your soul is on and you're singing, you are conditioned to give that away. This is not your fault, again. And as an adult, you can understand that this pattern is not productive in your life because if you are consistently giving away energy, you won't have any energy for yourself, your family, or your life. You may feel drained and depleted at all times, which might feel normal for you because you don't know anything different. But I'm here to share with you that it is not normal to feel drained or depleted or lifeless. If you allow yourself the time and space to receive and understand your feelings, if you're giving yourself the opportunity to be curious about your feelings and walk this pathway of what the feeling is showing you, you will learn more about your life. You will open your life up to receiving and you'll be able to expand and understand what it means to hold the energy in your body and grow a future for yourself in the present moment. Rooting your energy down into the earth without giving it back. There's no need to self-impose here. That is a per, like a pattern. The self-imposing is a pattern because you feel uncomfortable. You might feel uncomfortable with the receiving and you don't know what to do with it. So take some time to hold what you've received. Bring it into your life. Practice immersion. How can this help enhance your life? There was a reason you received the gift in the first place from the person. So honor that person for the gift that you received by receiving it, by bringing it into your life, by creating meaningful experiences with it. There's no real need to reciprocate in this capacity because when you allow a person to gift you something, you're honoring that being, that person, for their ability to gift energy. You're allowing them to gift you something. They, in turn, are showing you and allowing you the gift of receiving. You don't owe anybody anything because the act of receiving is the other part of the circle of life. Giving and receiving, ebbing and flowing. Look at the ocean as the waves crash up the shore and roll all the way back. Mother Earth is our teacher for giving and receiving. If you tune into the seasons around you and look, at how life begins in the spring with the flowers and flourishes in the summer and to thriving. Mother Earth is giving you the gift of medicine all around you in spring and summer. And then she begins to shed away in the fall, 
gifting you the colors of the leaves and the seasons, and then she begins to regenerate in the winter. There's an act of giving and receiving that happens here with earth. And if you adopt this in your life with the feelings of receiving the gift of what the feeling is sharing with you, and then embodying it and bringing it into your life, there's a helpful pattern here that you can do when you identify things that are false in your life that are no longer productive. And it's okay to let them go, let them in, and begin that process of transformation. Knowing that you need to take time to rest and regroup as often as you need. When you are in the middle of feeling, letting go is helpful. But there needs to be a period of regrouping and resting. Because when you bring a feeling forward, your energy system is working to transform that feeling. It needs time for rest. So at the beginning of the journey and along the way, you take time to honor your body. And when you honor your body, you are honoring your soul because you have been working on yourself, on your spiritual growth. And feelings help you move forward, evolving at a rapid pace. And so giving your time to your body, gifting your body time to catch up is a necessary ally. You begin to use time as an ally, silence and stillness as an ally, nature as an ally. I speak of allies a lot in healing work with clients because there are allies in your environment that are so impactful, that provide some of the deepest medicine. You just don't know how to look for them until you feel the medicine that comes from them. Your body knows what you need. Your soul knows what you need. And what you need to do is learn how to uncover your feelings, dust off the gems of your existence within your body, and begin to shine brighter. It just takes time. It takes time. It takes tuning into your body. It takes listening. It takes adjusting and regrouping and shifting. Because just as you grow in your body from a child, you grow and you get taller and you move through adolescence and you become an adult, just as you grow in the human form, you grow in the emotional and spiritual and mental form as well. You grow energetically. So feelings help you learn and understand when you need to grow in another part of yourself. This is something that you can't force to happen. You can't, I'm going to face all my feelings at once and then I'm done. It's not a checkbox scenario. Believe you me, I've tried that several times and they're always there, right? So it's knowing that your life is conscious. It's fluid. It's energetic. Your life brings you gifts, albeit hard gifts sometimes, not easy ones, but in that opportunities for growth, opportunities to understand what your body needs, 
opportunities to tune into yourself and figure out what aspects of your life are ready to grow and transform. Where do you need to let go so that you can grow, right? Where do you need to let go of that control so that you can grow? What happens if you let go, but you become a more beautiful, radiant, vibrant person on the other side? What happens if you grow by letting go? That's a question that ask yourself and tune into it. What happens if you let go right now and you grow? What allies do you need in your life to complete this journey? Who do you need in your life to help you ground in and help hold space for you? After a spiritual growth spurt, your body does this thing where it it flushes out toxins and emotions that are held and stored within the body. So when you have these periods of feeling, you may not feel very good. You may feel fussy and ill or sick um, or in a state of dis-ease because you're unanchored, because you're shaking things loose when you're feeling. It's as if, you begin to, if you picture a dog shaking after they've had a bath, right? They shake away everything to try and dry off. That's exactly what your body's doing inside. You're shaking everything loose, but it takes time for everything to be still again. So in that stillness, you flush the toxins through your body and your body is tired because you've been going through so much emotions and changes. And this is the part of the process that feeling brings forward that is uncomfortable. It's a growth spurt. There are growing pains. Your body goes through pain and changes. You may feel connected to other things. You may not feel connected to many things. It's very normal for you in a state of tremendous feeling that you don't feel connected to anyone or anything around you because all you are doing in that moment is focusing on your healing. That is very normal. And it is surrendering to that process and finding ways to cultivate self-care for your body. Remember, honoring yourself for the opportunity to feel is really important because rest and care will help you bring yourself back to center more quickly. And you will feel healed when you allow yourself time to adjust and adapt to the learnings of your feelings. There's something to be said when you face a big feeling and then you try and go back to your life right after you faced it. You may not have allowed yourself time to distill what you have learned or understand how to immerse yourself and bring that learning into your life. This is where intentionality comes in because what you learn, you need to be intentional with because it is a gift along your journey. Everything you learn is a gift along your journey and receiving those gifts is practicing what it means to receive from others. So feelings really are big teachers for you to not only learn how to untangle stuck energy within your body, they also help you learn what it means to receive the nourishment within your body to help you shift and evolve and grow and transform your life. 
you are a different person after you go through a feeling. But it takes the bravery and courage to show up and face that feeling. Even if that feeling is a million times bigger than you. But you are capable of digesting it. Because you are able to receive it in the moment it is showing up for you. And you will receive it in the way that you need to receive it for you. That is part of the healing and awakening process. You are honoring the oneness of your body, mind, and soul. You are honoring your newfound connection with your connection with life. Taking time to honor the needs of your body is taking time to respect the needs of your soul. Facing your feelings is honoring your body, which is honoring your soul, which is honoring your incarnation in life. Everything is cyclical. Everything is connected. So I want to move into some practical ways to begin to open to receiving. Like what does receiving mean and how do I do it? I want to receive, but I have no way to do it. I have this, I received this gift from a friend and and the energy is stuck in my heart and I immediately want to give it back or give it to somebody else so I don't have to carry it. That's something that consistently happens. Right? So some ways, and I have six ways here, ditch the negative self-talk. Watch that negative self-talk come forward and say, no, thank you. It's not productive in your life. You are a beautiful and you are open to receiving. Nourish your body with clean food and water. Water, which I will go in another episode, but water is important and vital for your body to flush all the energy through your body, especially the toxins from your feelings. So nourish your body, feed your body well, be intentional with your food. Don't just eat anything. Be intentional with what you put into your body because food is energy, energy is fuel. How would you wish to show up for yourself and fuel your your body, right? Sounds like feel. Fuel your body for your journey ahead. What is going to give you the most nourishment? And remember, you're feeding your soul. So what would your soul like to receive? Tune into that as well. Move your body. Gentle movement through yoga, walking, going to the gym. Have some movement to be able to anchor not only the grounding within your physical form, but also help you flow the feeling through your body and help you work through the detoxification process that happens after you feel. Moving is helpful and it helps replenish your energy by stirring your endorphins up within your body so that you feel good about who you are and about what you're going through. Do more of what you love and remove negativity from your life. When you are living in full love, when you are passionate about who you are, when you are focused on your journey, you don't have time for negativity. You don't have time for anything in your life that doesn't resonate with where you were going. So tune in to where that is coming from and begin to detach yourself from the negativity. Notice how your life changes. Notice how much more room for light you have just by removing the negativity from your life. You get to choose what negativity looks like for you. 
but tune into it and see how you could further your life. Leave yourself notes of affirmations around the house, on your mirror in the morning, on your computer screen, on your phone, somewhere where you look, inside the refrigerator. I am a beautiful being of light. I am courageous. I am strong. I am open to receiving. Just leave these notes of encouragement around your house. If you have quotes that resonate with you, print those out, put them on your mirror. Always leave nuggets of love around your house because you never know when you need to read something. And if you put something that's meaningful to you around your house, you're showing your energy of your environment that you are being able to reciprocate in a manner that you are open to receiving. You're teaching yourself how to receive by creating an environment with which you can remember how to receive. There's so many avenues of exploration with this. Your home is an extension of who you are. And so how you create your environment with your materials and your reading and your crystals and your books and what you place is so intentional that it is a mirror of who you are. So leave yourself nuggets of wisdom that you can find that are meaningful because you never know midday you may need that love inside your body to remember what it means to receive, right? Give it a try. Create affirmations for yourself when you wake up. Place them on your alarm. Create affirmations for your intentions for the month. Repeat them out loud three times a day. Speak them into existence. This is helpful because as you speak into existence, your change, you are in effect creating your reality. So what do you want to speak to create for yourself, for your reality? And how are you going to face your feelings so you understand what it means to show up for you? Remember, receiving helps you clear energy in your body. And you honor your body because it is an act of self-love. You honor the person that is sending you the energy by receiving. And you observe within the body how you are open to receiving by the act of receiving itself. Tuning into where in the body do you have that energy? And are you able to flow it through your body into the earth? Are you open to connection? So some ways to begin cultivating a feeling practice are first start by finding a safe space for you, creating a safe space within your home and begin with a series of breaths, just breathing in and out, feeling comfortable and safe in your environment and do this for a few days in a row so that you truly know what it means to feel safe. Then move into asking yourself, you know, what feelings are coming forward for you? Tuning into the feelings in your safe environment. Ask the feelings, do they have names, colors, or shapes, or sounds? Ask the feeling to share the answers with you. If you sit before the feeling of energy and begin to cultivate a conversation with it, you will receive information that are nuggets and of wisdom that will be, help you to be able to decipher this knot that you have before you. 
get to know the feeling, have a conversation, and be comfortable in creating a connection to the feeling. Because the connection to the feeling is helping you open up more room for light, more nourishment for your life and your soul. And it is the pathway forward for transformation. Verbalize as much of the feeling out loud. Because when you verbalize out loud, the bonds of the knot loosen and the energy that is trapped within you is able to be released. And when you release this energy out of your body, there's an influx of light that truly begins to happen. Journal this process. I'm a big proponent of journaling because journaling opens up such a deep connection between you and the feeling. And you're able to write things down that you may not be able to view in your thinking mind. So when you create a safe space for yourself, when you curating and cultivating this connection with the feeling that you are facing, when you are having a conversation with it and sharing the feelings, this is how you begin to start digesting what's in front of you, how you begin to start moving forward in your life, how you begin to start changing. And in that change, things will be uncertain around you. Things will shift around you and everything is okay. This is part of the process that you were not taught when you were born. And remember that it's okay because you're learning now, you're remembering now, you're awakening now. You came to earth to remember what it means to show up for yourself, take ownership of your own energy. And taking ownership of your own energy is facing your feelings, the ones that you have been running away from that you may not have even known you were running away from. It's all a journey. Everything is always happening at exactly the right time. And that time is now. So tune into your feelings. You may receive more than you ever thought. And what you receive may be the key to unlocking that destiny that you've been longing and hoping and dreaming for. Everything is always within you. Everything is always in front of you. So take time to create stillness and take a look at what is before you. You may have everything you need to move forward. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am sending you love throughout your journey and blessings for your feelings. Until next time, namaste. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to this episode. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Expansion Experience so that you can be notified when the latest episodes, interviews, guided inspirations come directly to you. And don't forget to leave a review along the way. You can find more about the Soul Expansion Experience on my website, www.souljourneyhealer.com. I am wishing you love and peace throughout your day, wherever you are. 
If something in this episode sparked a light within your heart, I invite you to share this light with someone close to you, because the more light and love we share with others, the more we can truly change and raise the vibration of Mother Earth. So with this, wishing you peace and calm in the present moment. Until next time, love and blessings from my heart to yours.